hello, hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Amina, and I go by Shooks on TikTok. Shoot me a follow if you like my vibe. Maybe you don't, maybe you do, who knows. Follow me, I need more followers. So I'm a new-ish fan to Formula One. I've been watching it since 2021, and I have thoughts and ideas about F1 and motorsport that I don't hear being talked about, so I'm going to talk about it. It's kind of like when you're watching a TikTok, or you're listening to someone talk about F1, and you have a thought, and you think, what about this? What about that? That's what this is. This is the what about this, what about that version of that, of this, that. I don't know if you can tell, I love talking. I love talking. I might not like the sound of my own voice, but I love to talk. So I got into F1, not through Drive to Survive. I know you're going to say that. That's not how. It was a movie, actually, which is a totally different situation than watching a TV show and getting into Formula One. I watched Rush, <laughs> which is honestly probably not the best movie, but it's a good movie. It's about Nikki Lauda and James Hunt. Came out in 2013. I watched it a while back. I really loved it. Was like, what the hell is this? I'm trying not to swear, but I might. I was like, what the fuck is this? I love this. I love it. I think it's so fun. I think it's so interesting. I want to see more of this drama. But my first thought obviously wasn't, let's go watch the sport. Because I've never been a big sports girl. I mean, I've played lots of sports, but I've never been one to watch sports, if that makes any sense. I like sports, but when I'm the one playing. Anyways, from there, I watched Ford vs. Ferrari. I watched the Senna documentary, which... For the record, I was, like, completely lost when I was watching it because I didn't know shit about F1. I was like, who's this? Who's Senna? Who's this? I don't know. Up from down. I don't know. Schumacher from Hackenden. I don't know. Your mom from my mom. I don't know anything. Like, I was literally lost. And then I was on TikTok one day or Instagram or some kind of social media. And I saw this post about Lewis Hamilton. And I was like, that name sounds vaguely familiar. Where do I know this from? Formula One, obviously. And I was then sucked in. I tried watching all of the races from 2022, 2021. Obviously, then winter break hit, and then 2022 season came out. Um, I tried watching Drive to Survive, and I kind of liked it, but then I saw this, like, driver talking about how it was... I don't remember who it was, I'm sorry. But I saw some driver talking about how it's, like, over-sensationalized, nothing's accurate, blah, blah, blah. So what I got was that, like, the drama was fake, and it was more like Real Housewives than any show recording, like, Formula One. And I tend to be someone who loves to be, I don't know, uppity and like a purist about things. So I was like, I'm not going to watch this show anymore. I had watched half of season one. I was starting season two. I don't know why I skipped season one, to be honest. I think it was, I was just confused. Now I know more about like the 20, what was it, 2017, 2018 season. So now I know more about it. So if I went back, I'd understand what was happening. But I didn't know it was happening then. So I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to skip it. I'm going to watch the races and I'm going to watch the commentary and I'm going to I don't know, get into Formula One TikTok instead. So I started my TikTok actually a few months ago. I don't know why I didn't start earlier, but a few months ago, after just watching people, I was like, let me try this. I liked it. I started listening to podcasts. One that I listened to is Pit Stop. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about them in a second. We're going to get to it in a few minutes, but I just want to give you a little debrief on what this podcast is because this is my first episode. My first episode. Numero uno. Hal. You know, number one. So we need to talk about some things, a little bit of a debrief, an understanding of who I am. Now, I love Formula One media and motorsport media. I just love, I'll like literally watch anything. I'll watch MotoGP, I'll watch Formula Two, Formula Three, um, IndyCar. I don't really like NASCAR, um, but I do like the other ones, okay? I like, um, sometimes I'll watch uh, Extreme E or Formula E racing if I can find it, anything like that. I just love 
any type of media that has to do with motorsport or F1. There's also a great documentary show about Le Mans um, on Prime. I think it's about 2013-2014 season. An amazing like race, an amazing watch. And Le Mans is just a really fascinating race in itself. So anything about it, I think, tends to be interesting because of how interesting the, the friggin' race is. Anyways, so what is this podcast going to be about? This podcast is going to be about motorsport news. I'm hoping to maybe get some guests in the future. I would love to talk to some people who have more experience in Formula One or even people who are new to Formula One because I think that new fans and people who have not been immersed in this world tend to have a, a fresher perspective on it. And maybe I'm biased because I think I'm a newer fan and I'm really sick of people saying that I'm a draft to my fan or that I don't really like the sport, which I do. But anyways, we're not talking about that yet. We're not talking about that yet keep it moving keep it moving keep it moving um i plan to do episodes maybe about the races probably not every week because i i don't have the time to do every week i'm a student full-time um i also want to do this segment called shook's notebook and everyone knows ted kravitz and everyone knows ted kravitz notebook um or sorry ted's notebook and i love ted's notebook i literally watch those religiously even if i haven't watched a race which hasn't happened yet in the 2022 season but i mean like for older seasons, if I don't watch the race, I'll usually watch the highlights and then I'll watch Ted's Notebook just so I can understand what's happening in Ted's Notebook because I love it. It's so fun. And I'm like a person who takes notes on the races so then I can go on TikTok and talk about it because I have no life. And also so I can remember what happens in the races because I have a horrible memory. So then later on when they're doing the debrief and media stuff, I can understand what's going on. So um, you might be thinking to yourself, so how much do you even know about F1 if you said that you only started watching 2021? I do a lot of reading on F1, not, like, books, because, like, I don't know why I would watch, like, read a book about F1. Like, I, I watch the races. I watch the races, and I watch, like, what I can. Um, now, on to the meat of the show. The piece de resistance. The actual, what's the word? Thing that we're all here for. The interest. The Pit Stop podcast. So, Pit Stop um, is a podcast started by these two guys, Jake Boys and Fabio baka and they are new fans to formula one that's their whole premise that they're new fans and they're getting into this world um so a lot of their podcasts especially the earlier episodes is them learning more about f1 not knowing a lot um and one of those episodes found its way onto twitter um from a user i'm not gonna say their name from a user a certain user starts with a c um a user who tweeted a video of the podcast with the caption this is what ta- it takes you to get free paddock passes and interviews with the drivers. Now, in the video, Jake is asking Fab who won the 2013 championship, um, and Fab's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and then Jake tells him it was Nico Rosberg. Um, and then he's like, well, I don't even know, I don't, I'm not even sure, I'm not even sure, I know it. And let me start this off before I even get into what I want to talk about and like, my actual discussion for this episode. Um, I just want to say I do like the Pit Stop podcast. I think they're hilarious. I love listening to them. Um, and I feel, I think if you're a newer fan, it's kind of a place or a podcast you can go and listen to without a lot of background on Formula One and they'll give you the background themselves because they need that context to understand what they're even talking about, you know, because they are also new fans and that's their whole thing. That's their whole shtick. Like they go and they interview people and they talk to them and, um, they talk a lot about how, because they're newer fans, they can talk to drivers and they can talk to people and they can go to races um, and they can bring a perspective that isn't something that they usually get and they can 
invite these drivers to be more like themselves these um not the drivers the people to be more like themselves because they're in an environment where they can feel more comfortable which i think is a great premise for a podcast and a really a great idea um and they've executed it extremely well and i think it's a bit ridiculous the amount of backlash that they get for not knowing who the world drivers championship of 2013 was um especially considering how old the episode is i think it's one of their first few episodes i'm not sure I'm not going to lie to you and say that I know what's going on. Um, now, Will Buxton, I feel like you might know who Will Buxton is. Anyways, pretty big guy. He's also, um, I think he's in Drive to Survive. Anyways, so he said, um, and I so agree with this, like he totally hit the nail on the head. And he said, they're new fans learning about the sport and bringing other new fans with them. We all had our first race. We all at one time knew nothing of the sport. Who gave anyone the right to guard a gate that's wide open? Which is so true. Like, it lit- this literally plays on TV. Like, it's, no one is looking at, you know what, maybe they are, let me not lie. No, but no one's saying, if you start watching, like, basketball or football or anything like that, football isn't American football, to be clear. I'm Canadian, not American, but I'm talking about American football. Like, the one where you tackle people, whatever, rugby, anything like that. If someone gets into that, no one is going to be turning to them, or perhaps they are. I honestly can't tell you. No one's going to be turning to them and saying, you're a fake fan. You don't actually love this. You're just jumping on this because you watched Last Chance You. You're just jumping on this because you watched a TV show. No one cares. It's a sport. At the end of the day, it's meant to be entertainment. It's meant to be something for people to watch. Like, no one is trying to gatekeep a sport. So I think it's absolutely ridiculous to be coming after these people and lambasting them for talking about not knowing much about, like, a sport at the end of the day it's a sport no one's gonna be able to have knowledge from the last 10 years off the top of their head if they've only been watching it for the last what year not even a year because the season started in february anyways i also think that it's interesting because uh the hate towards them probably comes from and like jealousy honestly because they're getting access to drivers and races um and mechanics and people that a lot of f1 fans could only honestly only dream of meeting uh, and they've only been in F1 for a year, and they've been giving this access when people have been watching F1 for, like, what, a decade, two decades, maybe even three decades, depending on how old they are, and they've been watching it their whole life, and they haven't even been given the level of access that these men have been given within a year. So I think a lot of this comes from jealousy. And it's, a, honestly, it's a bit of a crazy situation, but it's so interesting. And I've, of course, I'm a TikTok girl. I'm a TikTok girl. So I've been seeing this discussion about if girls were in this position and they started a podcast, specifically a Formula One podcast, where their whole thing was that they were new fans who got into this via Drive to Survive. And as you know, there's so much hate about Drive to Survive fans in the older F1 community. Like I literally saw a TikTok the other day. I don't even remember what the content was, but a comment said, um drive to the drive to survive fans and their consequences or something dumb like that and i think it's so like you can talk about how drive to survive has probably damaged the image of drivers and maybe um has created a lot of fake drama and a storyline that doesn't exist in actuality but you don't have to bring the fans into that like it's not their fault what dts is showing and at the end of the day is it not a more positive thing like is it not a net positive to have more people watching a sport that you love so you can have more people to discuss it with. So you can have more people liking your drivers. Maybe you want them to do well. Like, I think them doing better in America and Canada is only going to do wonders for their 
reputations for their brands for their everything like if you look at daniel ricardo like he became probably one of the breakout stars of drive to survive and he started his own brand it's doing extremely well he might not be in formula one this year which is so heartbreaking and very sad but totally understandable considering his wants his needs and the needs of the teams that he could possibly sign with because i know haas and williams have been saying like he like we would welcome him if he you know decided to come to us but he hasn't because he wants to drive for a top team which is totally understandable considering he's only ever been at pretty good teams or teams in the higher midfield like Renault, Red Bull, um, Toro Rosso I think for a bit and McLaren obviously and McLaren is such a storied team with like decades of wins I don't even know how many wins like honest I don't even know how many wins but so like a lot of wins okay and so it's understanding that he doesn't want to come back what were we even talking about anyways so it's talking about how girls would get completely torn about torn apart by the rabid masses you know of fans that make up the motorsport world um and I have like dedicated a crazy amount of time watching and researching formula one before even making a single tiktok because of how scared I am that people will call me out on my ignorance not because I think I'm ignorant about f1 but because I've gotten like I remember one time I posted this like dumb TikTok about those pink hypersoft ty- uh, tires that they had back in 2018 and I was like bring this back and people in the comments were like you know that they still have that right it's just a different compound yeah I know that it's a different compound I'm talking about the color bring the color back the compound exists the soft tire still exists I think it's now like, what C3 C4 or something like that I know that it's there I want the color because I like the color pink that's the point of this TikTok. Or another TikTok where I was happy because I was like, oh, Lewis Hamilton did well in the free practice. And I shit you not, every single one of the comments said, free practice doesn't matter. Free practice doesn't matter. And that is its own separate issue where people are, you know, ganging up on Lewis Hamilton fans. But let me not let me not lie. Let me not lie. There's a fair amount of back and forth between Lewis Hamilton fans, um, Max Verstappen fans. And I'm going to be honest with you. I love Max Verstappen and I love Lewis Hamilton. And... I honestly wouldn't say that I'm a team girl. I just like all the drivers. I mean, there's drivers I don't like, obviously, but I like most of the drivers and I like most of the teams, but if I had to choose one, it would be Mercedes. So I'm not the kind of person who would be in uh, a fan's like comments talking shit about a driver or saying, hey, you suck, you're a Drive to Survive fan. So I don't understand that mindset, but I'm going to tell you that I see it and I've been subject to it and I know... Um, that girls and women like Lissy or Tony um, and a ton of other professionals that have dedicated their lives to Formula One have been given endless shit about this and have been given endless amounts of crap and flack for simply being a woman interested in a man's sport. Um, and I say man's sport because every driver on the grid right now is a man. Um, 99% of the mechanics are men. The pit crews, all men. I haven't seen a woman in a pit crew. Well, let me know if you have. Um, most of the people working within F1 are men. So that's why I'm saying this is a man's sport. Because the majority of fans, the majority of workers, the majority, all of the drivers actually at the moment, are all men. And it's a very kind of masculine sport, I think, as well. Um, driving fast cars, hot girls, lots of money, champagne. I don't know. That screams manly man to me. And people have brought up a valid point, like, what if a woman had been giving this kind of cap platform? Um, and I'll get into it in a second. There's, like, a whole kind of confluence of factors that, that goes into this. Um, but had a woman been given this platform, would people hear them out? Would people listen to them? Would teams invite them to interview drivers? Would people even be open to interviews? 
Now, I think a fair number of people would be open to interviews um, from women like Lissy, love Lissy, I'm so obsessed with her, um, like Lissy and Tony, and they'd be like open to talking to these people um, and discussing Formula One with them. But would peep, would they have achieved the success that Pitstop has? And I think right now, had the same factors been applied to two girls who are also British and funny and white, I don't think it would happen. Because if you look at, what's it called? Um, one formula, two girls, um, uh, F1 are the girls, and a whole host of other like female-hosted uh, podcasts about F1, they... A lot of them have been doing this longer than the Pit Stop podcast. And I'm not going to say that they have the exact same, you know, situation as the Pit Stop podcast. But they are not being, they don't have the same audience and they don't have the same viewership. Man, this is getting mad technical. I swear I wasn't trying to be technical about this. I just wanted to say that I really like the Pit Stop podcast. And I think it's crazy that they're getting hate. And I think that it's valid that girls are saying, what if, what about us? You know? Because who the hell is going to look at a situation and not think, but what if I were in that position? And what if I was in that position or someone like me was in this position? Like, what the heck would happen? I know probably people who have listened to the pit stop have been like, but I could do that. But I could be the person who is in that position and interviewing these drivers. And I like Formula One more. And I love Formula One longer than they have. And I think I'm a better fan. And I think I deserve this more. And that is just not true. I think that, like Bill Buxton said, who gave anyone the right to guard a gate that's wide open? At the end of the day, the gate's wide open. You want to start a podcast? You start a podcast. I've started a podcast. I'm fucking 17 minutes into my first episode. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know up from down, left from right, Rossberg from a uh, Rothberg. I don't know anything. But I told myself, I said, listen, if you want to start a podcast, you might as well start it because no one's going to start it for you. And if you think that people are going to listen to your voice, sure. I don't want to listen to my voice. I'm probably not going to edit this episode because I don't hear my voice. But if you want to be that person who's out there interviewing teams and interviewing drivers, don't look to people who are already doing that and say, why the hell have you been given the opportunity? Look in yourself and say, why am I not giving myself that opportunity? And say, why can't I be doing that thing? And let me just add, before you start being like, this bitch is a girl boss. Like, she's telling me to have my five to five to nine before my nine to five type clean girl, you know rise and grind type behavior no i'm saying um that they are a special case but they're not an isolated incident and i also just want to remind you that jake has said that he has always been working in and around social media for years i think they're like what 27 um and jake currently i think runs a football account on insta with close to 3 million followers and he and fab were able to correctly identify a gap in the market where he and his friend um to start a podcast about F1 with the premise, hey, we're newfounds because they were newfounds. And they managed to get a really big digital media, uh, what's the word, influencer management team to get behind them and support them on this. They got, um, what's it called? I don't even know how ACAST works. But they like got people to sponsor them for it. They're making money. They're doing their thing. They had an audience. They're funny. They probably fit the stereotype of an F1 fan, to be honest. And they got it. And it worked out for them. And I commend them for it. And shout out to them for all the work that they're doing. And I'm very glad that they're seeing success in their chosen path. And anyways, that's enough of that. That was boring. Let's get into the Austin Grand Prix. I'm so excited for Coda. Not just because of the cowboy hats. 
and the cowboy outfits and the cowboy boots. Now, I myself, I'm a bit of a country girl myself. I'm from Alberta. I'm not a country girl at all. I'm a city girl, but not a city girl, city girl. I'm born in the city, raised in the city, but I do love the country aesthetic and I do love how much drivers go out all out for it. And it's currently like uh, Wednesday, October 19th, almost midnight. But damn, it's almost midnight. Damn, it's almost midnight. Damn. Anyways. Damn. Uh, anyways, I've seen like three drivers that have changed their hair just this week ahead of the ahead of Coda. And something about the energy in Coda and something about the energy around this race is just so exciting. Maybe it's because I see like 80% of the people I follow on TikTok who are Americans going to Coda and I'm kind of jealous. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very jealous. I couldn't go to the Canadian Grand Prix. I'm very jealous. I'm very jealous. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm gonna be honest with you. But it's just that the energy around Coda is so special and so fun. And the race last year gave us an absolute gem with Michael Massey on the radio saying, where, who was it? I think it was Christian Horner was asking him, so can we pass on the outside, like on the outside of the track? And then Michael Massey's like, no, we can't do that. And then Christian Horner's like, well, Alonso is just on that. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if you've heard that. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to see if I can find a clip and put it in right here. Cool. Can I just confirm we can overtake on off the track if we're going around the outside of another car, yeah? No, you can't overtake off the track. Well, that's what Raikkonen has just done. I understand. So, so it's okay? No, it's not okay. But, but it's okay for Raikkonen? No, it's not okay for anyone. So, Austin Grand Prix, some facts. Last year was won by Max Verstappen. I bet you he's going to win again this year, but we'll see. He was also, I think, the first Red Bull driver to win in Coda. Um... Well, on the other hand, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes is the most successful team at Coda because Lewis Hamilton has something like six wins. I guess we'll see. Oh, back to the hair. Let me get to the hair. Why did I skip that? The hair. Al- Alex Albon, Albano himself, has gone blonde. Not sure how I feel about that. It's kind of yellow, but whatever. Uh, Max Verstappen got a haircut. It's giving very much 2016, 2017 Max. I am hoping we're going to see the aggression of 2017 Max because that's so fun to watch. Um, who's the last one? Daniel Ricciardo cut his hair. I swear, every time his hair gets shorter, my like feelings towards him go down. I feel like the longer his hair is, the funnier he is, and the shorter it is, the less funny he is. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm just trying to make up excuses because I liked his long hair. I think he looks better with the long hair. I think all of these drivers had better hair last week. Anyways, rest in peace, Japanese Grand Prix hairstyles. You will always be remembered and never forgotten. My last straw would be if Sebastian Vettel cuts his hair. Then I'm out. Then I'm out. Then I quit. And I'm out of the game. Anyways, what else? Charles Leclerc, interestingly enough, has a five-place grid penalty because he's on his sixth engine for the season. And I'm 89, 99% sure there's only three engines allowed per season so what the hell um and there's a lot of new drivers who are getting to sit in f1 cars on the grid this weekend i don't care about any of them um i do care about any of them but i'm too lazy to search up their names so i guess you could do that if you want interesting thing about this is that the fastest pit stop in all of formula one history in 2013 was recorded by red bull and mark weber's team at coda which is fun and i also think i read somewhere that coda um is not the first place that they held the the Grand Prix, the uh, blah, blah, blah. Jesus Christ, the, Am- the American Grand Prix, but it has been held every year since 2012. 
I'm so freaking excited to see all the chaos at turn one with that left-handed hairpin on the first lap because I play F122 and I can never hit the apex. I can, I have probably played that track like 10 times this week and I maybe more, actually definitely more than 10 times. I mean, 10 separate occasions and each time, probably like 20 to 25 rounds because I hate not being able to hit that friggin' apex and I've been trying to teach myself how to drive in manual instead of automatic yeah manual instead of automatic i suck at it anyone has tips i have like a wheel if anyone has tips on learning how to drive manual in an f1 car and f122 please tell me please tell me i literally i'm fighting for my life here i don't know how to do it i'm just so bad at being able to click it in time whatever i'm just so excited for coda i think it's such a great race i'm excited for every race to be honest i feel like if i were to do videos ahead of every single Grand Prix, it would just be me saying, oh, I'm so excited for this Grand Prix. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Because we had such great races recently. Like Japan, I freaking love Japan. Suzuka with its bridge. a yeah, bridge at a circuit. Like what? Anyways. And then Singapore is an amazing track, which I freaking hate because I can't, I can't fucking drive on there. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't drive on there. I just can't. I'm not built for it. I'm not a Formula 1 driver. I don't even cart. So... It's a good thing I'm not a Formula 1 driver. But I swear, you put me in one of those cars, I'd probably win. I think I could figure it out. I think I could. I probably wouldn't be able to, but I think I could figure it out in time to win. Yeah, I'd get maybe maybe a podium. Okay, I wouldn't get a podium. I wouldn't win. I'm trying to make myself feel better about the fact that I suck even on F122 with every single assist known to man turned on. So this was fun. This was the first episode. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you're going to rate this. Um, give it five stars. Maybe four. I think this is a three-star episode. It's kind of messed up. But I just really wanted to get this out while people were still talking about Pit Stop. Because I did have some thoughts on this. And I currently don't have the TikTok 10-minute feature. And I think this episode's going to end up being around 20-ish minutes. So, I don't know, man. I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about it, so we're talking about it. This is obviously not the most professional operation because I'm literally sitting in my closet because clothes are really good for sound insulation. I have no real podcasting equipment or podcasting experience, but that's the issue for another day. Oh, totally different day. Thank you for tuning in. Um, rate the podcast. Follow me on TikTok at uh, Shifting Gears Shooks. I think I might change that. I'm going to put it in the bio. How about that? I'm going to put it in the bio. And you let me know what you think. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, Mwah. enjoy the race. Hopefully your favorite driver wins. I know Max Verstappen's going to win. But I'm praying for a Lewis Hamilton podium because that's my man. Number one. My number one. My one and only. My number two and three in my heart. And I hope Seb does well because I love him too. Anyways, bye-bye. Have a good day.